To be young, gifted, and black, we all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured, yet you are young, gifted, and black. We know what it's like to be told to say there's not a, a screen for you to be featured on, a stage for you to be featured on. We know what it's like to be the tail and not the head. We know what it's like to be beneath and not above. And that is what we went to work with every day because we knew not that we would be around during award season or that it would make a billion dollars, but we knew that we had something special that we wanted to give the world, that we could be full human beings in the roles that we were playing, that we, cre we could create a world that exemplified a world that we wanted to see. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies for Nurse New Bully. Me host Leroy, aka Cuckoo Khan, with my co-host. Okay, yeah, this is Eli, aka the Mexican. <laughs> Are you a Mexican or a Mexican? I'm a, I'm a Mexican. Not <laughs> <laughs> contrary to popular belief. I'm not Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep reminding people. Uh, yeah, we're back with the episode. Yeah, we're just going to jump into it. And Eli, I think we're, yeah, we're live. We're good. Okay. Oh, uh, for people that listen to us right now, we want to do some quick house cleaning before we jump into the podcast. Yes, we are going to talk about Wakanda Forever. Full spoilers. We will talk into it. I will timestamp when we go into it. But before we get there, anybody that listens to us right now, we're actually banned on Facebook right now. Uh, believe it or not, it's not Eli's fault this time. <laughs> so it's it's me and it's a pretty bad band but not as bad as i thought it was gonna be eli you so, can blame me though if you want <laughs> yeah it's it's eli's fault even though it's I always fucked up, my I mean, fault <laughs> i almost put on there why i got banned but i'm not gonna put on why i got banned because i want to get banned on these other platforms but okay so it's not as bad as i think it's gonna be but here's the thing we're banned for the next three weeks i thought it'll be longer than that so which would you do a hard time We'll be back up and running. Hold on. What do we got here? Hey, Jakey Poo's uh, in the house. Hey, what's up? Metaphysics. metaphysics. Wait, where's Jakey Poo? Oh, Jakey Poo. Yeah, always getting banned. No, it's usually Eli. It's usually Eli the one getting banned. No. But we use, <laughs> and the was crazy thing about it that we planned this just in case if I get banned, we prep time policy like that. And Facebook, like, nope, we prep yep. time for your prep time. So we I still a, can't we find it. We had a fail right. safe, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and none of that shit worked. I like, what the Fuck, man yes. <laughs> like we planned for this and couldn't get it so anyway ba batman uh, we are not <laughs> we are not batman bipoc batman bruce wayne batman none of them because <laughs> so, yeah. we thought we had outsmarted the system but we did but anyway we're going to just jump into it first thing before we get into wakanda forever we do have to pay our respects because uh some major stuff happened this week we got to say rest in peace to kevin conroy now for anybody just you know casually listen to this podcast or don't really know about what's going on you may not know who Kevin Conroy is, but if you know, you know, and you're in the, you know, the area, you know who Kevin Conroy is. Kevin Conroy is a legend, nothing less than a legend. I'm going to go farther than that. 
Eli, I'm going to call him the GOAT. Oh, okay. I'm going to call him the GOAT because for those who don't know who Kevin Conroy is. Yes, I, I, I'll I, second that. I will back that. <laughs> exactly. So, like I said, so this is a big deal. So, for those who don't know who Kevin Conroy is, Kevin Conroy is the voice actor of Batman from Batman the Animated Series. And the video games. And the video games. Like, all the video, all the Arkham series, I think, except for Arkham Origin, but all the Ar- Arkham series, it was him. And he also did all the Injustice games. And... Pretty much Batman Beyond, Just League, Just League Unlimited. Uh, we're missing some stuff also, but like for a, a straight, a long stretch of time, it was just Kevin Conroy doing Batman's voice. Matter of fact, his voice is so ingrained in my head. Anytime I read a Batman comic, I hear his voice. I read it in his voice. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's how strong it is. Uh, matter of fact, um, we're still banned on Facebook, so I can't even go live doing my video game sessions. But on Twitch, I did have a little tribute for Kevin Conroy. Like I said, we decided to... Uh, play arkham arkham city and i did it as the the uh animated series skin you know uh because like i said just see how it is so i'm gonna stop i did too i actually you know i watched a bunch of the animated series let me uh, stop forget my ass whoop again <laughs> oh <laughs> no i i watched a bunch of the animated series uh just to just yeah as a, in remembrance as tribute to kevin conroy yes yeah um funny thing i i I, I want looking at it now, the uh, the Scarface episode, watching mm-hmm. it now is like this is re- that that's a twisted fucking story. Scarface. <laughs> yeah, because Scarface is kind of like a joke villain, but that show made it something else. Yeah, you know? I could see like Matt Reeves using that guy <laughs> in a movie and making him just a, a total fucked up fucking twisted. Because you could do some really crazy shit with Scarface. Uh, yeah. Dude did it was like that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And yes. I don't even I don't even go as far as saying Batman the animated series is the greatest Western cartoon of all time. That as I said Western, yeah. Most of my Batman, yes, pretty much most of my Batman knowledge comes from the animated series. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, like I didn't even realize that a lot of those like single episodes, they were taken from Batman comics. Like I went back and read some like those Denny O'Neill, uh Neil Adams comics. They were mm-hmm. like word for word, like just ripped from there. I was like, damn, so they didn't. They and so it, it gave you Batman lore. A lot of those uh villains on the cartoon, they had forgot about them. They didn't even think about him. Like Mr. Freeze, they had forgot about Mr. Freeze. The cartoon brought him back and made him a serious villain. You know, uh Poison Ivy, Killer Croc. We can go with all, all we can just go down the list. It just kept Mr. going on. Freeze, Harley Quinn, the, yeah. The Clayface episodes. The Clay, the Clay. They had forgotten about Clayface. They yeah. completely, you know, redid they, Clayface. They turned Clayface into like a Frankenstein fucking body horror shit <laughs> right which the comics never did so it, it yeah. made you look at batman in a completely different way so me personally in my opinion that is like the 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 most perfect representation of batman you can get like if yeah, you want to know what batman is watch that cartoon yeah that's my favorite version of batman just that that's why what i love about batman is a totally embodied in the animated series that's what i love yeah. why i keep returning to batman because that gotham as this sort of fantastical otherworldly urban nightmarish realm that exists in its own reality hey fat t's in the house yeah Yeah, fat t see fat fat t like me after school 4 30 fox kids we're watching this shit (laughs) yeah and i was in college at the time i was still watching that shit i got got off class ran back to my room my dorm room watched batman and then went and got got went to the cafeteria and ate (laughs) (laughs) but the thing but the thing about that cartoon is that like up until that point 
cartoons were Western cartoons with just 30 minute commercials. That's all it were. Transforming, like, regardless of what you think about it, Transformers, He Man, G.I. Joe, even Ninja Turtles, they were just 30 minute cartoon commercials for you to go out and get the toy. Get the Batman yeah. anime series wasn't that, even though, yes, it, it, the reason it got greenlit because of the movies, but it was that it would actually like, like you had serious acting on it. So they were acting on there, you know. It expanded Batman's mythology. It made it yeah. more, it made a Batman mythology that it, yeah. it, that Batman had this huge source of storytelling that I was not aware of at the time. And I, and I yeah. was an old school Batman. I, I, I was a little kid watching the 66 series. I grew up on right. Adam West. I had Batman Migos, you know, right. I was it, reading comics and shit. And so it, it got Bat- to the point. Yeah. yeah. It got to the point that the comics started being influenced by the cartoon. Yeah, like that—that that never Quinn, happens. Yeah, Harley Quinn started on the cartoon, and now yeah, she's Harley Quinn lock up. Yeah, yeah. Hell, so, even that failsafe dude that Batman's fighting now in the car remind me of Hard Act from the cartoon. <laughs> the same yeah. thing, you know. Uh, and plus, not only that, but his 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 interpretation of Batman, I think, influenced other Batman. I'm not talking about just a, just a live uh cartoon. I'm talking about live action also, because yeah. his Bruce Wayne and Batman were two different people. Like you, like okay, yeah, this. You there's no way people would think they're the same person. Matter of fact, I'm almost certain Christian Bale took his interpretation of Bruce Wayne from Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Oh, like, he just did a live action version yeah. of that. <laughs> yeah, because everyone talks about who's the best Batman. Is it Christian Bale? Is it Michael Keaton? Adam West? Now they throw in uh, 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 Ben 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 Affleck, and you know, mm-hmm. and now you got the uh, what's his face, Twilight guy. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Right, <laughs> <laughs> great flick. I loved it, but goddamn, I can't remember that kid's name. <laughs> but everyone's like, oh, "Who's the best Batman?" No, it's Kevin Conroy. It's always for us. It's, it's OGs, Kevin Conroy. That that is the Batman. <laughs> that yeah. Kevin Conroy is the the goat. Yes, like as you said, he is the best Batman. Best Batman. He's, Metaphysics. What's up? Yeah, best Batman yeah. series ever. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why when we start naming like best Batman cartoons, you got to say the animated series. Like you got to take the animated series out of it. And just do everybody else because otherwise it wouldn't be fair. You wouldn't have a poll, you know. Oh, uh, but that's the thing. Okay, but here's the thing. So Kevin Conroy was only a voice actor. So technically he doesn't count, but actually that's not true <laughs> because the Arrowverse. <laughs> yes, he was he showed up on there. Batwoman lives like tomorrow. Kevin I can't Smith remember. Had, he had like cameos in Kevin Smith movies and shit. Right. <laughs> He had a son named Robin, <laughs> like you know, shit like that. Yeah, uh, I can't remember one of them. One of his like, best Batman yeah. is Batnips. Uh, yeah, no. Batmite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's talking about uh Val Kilmer and the other one, Clooney. They had the nipples on there, so yeah. Oh, those guys. very very pronounced. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was a lot of gay subtext in those movies if you really watch them. But that's that's here no there. Well, Joe but Schumacher, what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I gotta say. So rest in peace to, to Kevin Conroy. Yes. Yeah, like I said. And good journey, yes. kind sir. Yeah. yeah. We we had matter of fact, we changed our profile pick to Kevin Conroy on the, on the I back, was on shocked. The I was shocked to hear because he's always at the cons. I've right. I never met him. I never, you know, I never never had the privilege of meeting him, but I he was at a bunch of cons that I that I went to. I seen him in person. Um, so he was a huge with the fans he was always out there meeting the fans mm-hmm. so when i saw his picture i thought oh is he going to be at another con but then i saw kevin conroy passed away i'm like what the fuck and and, and honestly a lot of actors from that that uh anime series are passing away like alfred passed away not too long ago somebody else passed away too yeah 
and I all mean, the actors like Mark Hamill, Tara Strong, Clancy yeah. Brown, all the actors who the voice actors from the animated series, they've just been putting up tributes to him. Yeah, yeah, that's... he was the voice of that. So yeah, you never have it again. Uh, there was one cool story I heard about Kevin Conroy. I had a picture, but I don't have a picture of it. During 9-11, uh, he was actually in New York, you know, uh, like in the kitchen helping out, you know, the responders. So like to build up morale and boost them up to help them out. He was doing the Batman voice while he was doing it, yeah. you know. And they were just like, it was helping them get through the time also, especially just lighting the mood because like it was 9-11. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bruce Wayne is Batman Beyond. Yes, he did. That was him. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now moving on past this, we probably won't spend as much time on this one, but we got to pay our respects to this also. Rest in peace to Gallagher. Now, I I do understand that if you're at a certain age, you don't know who the fuck this is. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I just briefly want to talk about it because, like I said, he was a comedian in the 80s, you know, uh, and he was pretty much known for one thing, smashing watermelons. Eli, did he even tell jokes? I think I remember seeing like one he, HBO he, special. He, I think he told like pretty dumb jokes and then smashed. Yeah, like I remember, I like this shit ain't funny. But when he started smashing watermelon, I like that shit is funny, you know. So people just like get to the watermelon smash. Now the reason I want to bring Gallagher up because if you don't know who Gallagher is, uh, the MCU referenced him once in Iron Man Two. Okay. Oh, oh <laughs> when the, the big titty chick blew up and she was like, "Who wants the Gallagher?" You know. They would never do this shit at MCU nowadays. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is one-on-one. One. But yeah, yeah, that's that's one of me. So if you watch that uh, movie and didn't get the reference, that's where the reference came from. So that's why he blew up the watermelon said and told the uh, blonde, who wants the Gallagher? Which, that sounds really sexual, but that's okay. You know. uh, yeah. But I, I know you had a... Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, the, a, a bunch of buddies of mine, um, they formed a Metallica tribute band. Mm-hmm. And the singer impersonated Gallagher. And they called themselves Metallagher. So okay. they would play Metallica songs, and then the lead singer would play, would say stupid jokes and then smash fruit. Um, they and they actually practiced down the hall from our from where my band practiced. Um, <laughs> so I, I I knew those guys. Um, but they got kind of a big following up here in the Twin Cities for a few years to the point. When Gallagher did one of his comedy live comedy shows, they got to open for him. <laughs> they, wow, and okay. and the, it was at the club that I worked at. <laughs> and from what I understand, he was not impressed with the band. <laughs> oh wow! It was the band suck. He just liked him taking his act. I I I I, I made a combination of both. I don't think they liked the guy. <laughs> like take your pick. Like yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he just wasn't a Metallica fan, but. I uh, let's see what guy. Yeah. I guess he had beef with Mark Murray. Let's do an old podcast episode of Straight Up Like Left Halfway. Through. Oh, why do you have beef with Gallagher? Like I don't know, but I, I've I've heard that Gallagher's politics were questionable uh recent. So that's oh, what okay. I've heard. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. slander the guy, he's not even cold yet. So whatever. And like I said, and, and like I said, because the Weird Al movie just came out like last week. We we yes. gave it good praise. He was in it. But they didn't name him. He was just in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but you like look, you're like, is that Gallagher? You know, then then you hear this news. So it's just it's just a weird combination. But yeah. So yeah. that being said, we can move on part. Now we're gonna get to what is on the poster. 
We're going to talk about Moments it. Moments we've all been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So now we're going to talk about uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and what we think about it. I do think I have to give some disclaimers because everybody that is reviewing this movie right now, they have certain things. Now, for instance, if you go on Facebook, it's the same review that everybody's getting every single time. I cried the first five first minutes in, 10 out of 10. We don't do that here. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to actually review the movie. You know? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like damn! So and because because yes, yeah. I was crying the five first minutes, and I'm like, God damn, this is the five first minutes. We got <laughs> two and a half more hours to go. Right, uh. pace yourself. <laughs> like damn, oh, I should have brought geez. some napkins in for the crowd or something like that. <laughs> shit, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to hear plot points. I can't hear shit because everybody crying. But like, like I said, the movie brought it out of you. You know, like, blowing their nose and shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, real men don't cry. <laughs> now, see, Jake, we're not gonna tolerate that mass, that toxic masculinity in here. <laughs> you shout out to Jake. He, he he's a listener. Matter of fact, we watched Black Panther like a couple days ago. Me and Jake, just him. So yeah. Did you guys uh, cry? Yeah, he was there. Recap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was that was my next point. That was my next point. Okay, so we didn't do the ten out of ten. I cried five minutes in. And we're not gonna, we're not one of the recast T'Challa, you know, bots or whatever out there like that. Now, if you own that recast T'Challa thing and you don't watch the movie, you boycott the movie for that, cool. I don't, okay, that, that's you. Do that, yeah, is your hard earned money. Do what you want with your hard earned money. I can't tell you what to do with that. As far as what we do, we're not gonna worry about the recast T'Challa and all the stuff like that. My stance on that, I don't give a shit either way, you know. Uh, but honestly, no, I take that back. I take that back. I didn't want them to recast in this movie and just this movie. Now, going forward, that's a different story. But in this movie, the last thing I wanted for this movie, two, almost two years after Chadwick Boseman died, John Boyega just shows up in a Black Panther con- costume, Wakanda forever, and we just or, go and pretend like nothing anybody. happened. It could have been the greatest actor, Denzel, Idris Elba, no matter who, Morgan Freeman, the yeah. greatest actors. You still would have compared him to Chadwick Boseman. Exactly. And you still would have shit on him and shit. Wow, he wasn't. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, everyone would have bet. So, and it just would have yeah. been bad taste. It just would have been bad taste. We just pretend yeah. like because I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. These movies are escapism. And this is one of the and this movie is basically taking from real life and putting it in there. And I know some people don't like that. I think I do think we got to get that out the way also. Is this movie, you know, a tribute or is it exploitation of black trauma? You know, which is it? I mean, we can have that argument all day long. Some people think it's this. Some people think it's that. I was wondering about it. After watching the movie, I do think it is a good tribute for it. And I do think for this movie, they made the right call. Yeah, because They're, I think yeah. the first Black Panther movie transcended being just a superhero comic book movie. Right. It spoke to the Black community. It, you know, it became a phenomenon and it became a representation of Afrofuturisms mm-hmm. and, and, and it, it inspired kids of what they can be. And it, it, it was, it became a cultural phenomenon. But, so but that they, movie they, was escapism. Yes. Yeah. But it still spoke to experiences that people of color face right. in modern times. So because of that whole cultural phenomena, I think it, they had to address that in some way that they had to like the community after his passing, the, the fan base, the community was in mourning and this movie addresses the mourning. So I thought they did that 
very respectfully. But but some people you know, didn't want them to address the morning. Some people did want them to just recast, I, pretend like I nothing happened. That. I yeah. totally get that. Yeah, I yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, first five minutes, man, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rest like, in peace, I, Kevin Conroy. Vic, shout out to Vic. Vic, I, I am pissed off at you, not you personally. <laughs> But I'm pissed off at you because you didn't show up at the end of the movie. Spoiler. <laughs> we're going to keep you. You weren't in that after credit sequence. You weren't in the after credit. I blame you, Vic. I blame you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that being said. Pachala uh, and I had a son. His name was Victor. Right. <laughs> that's what it should have been. So that, that's my thing right there. Now, like I said, everybody cried in the first five minutes. Everybody cried in the last five minutes, stuff like that, because this movie did evoke emotion. Would yeah. you have gotten that same emotion if John Boyega or Jamie Foxx or some other bullshit showed up like that? You wouldn't have got that same feeling. You wouldn't have had any emotion. Matter of fact, this movie actually would have been hollow if they went that route. That's what yeah. that's my opinion of it. So yeah. I think, well, I like think, I said, no matter yeah. what you do, people are going to be pissed. Yeah. But I, I think get, they I made the right that. move. I, 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 um, I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I agree. I, I thought the real class, I got a head low. Like so, but you, like I said, you're still going to have the recast the child of people. Yeah. You know what? And keep at it. Yeah. yeah and I, I, do, I get wanting to go to movies for escapism, have fun and, and not think about our shitty Monday lives and yeah. not think about how shitty the world is. I, I, I get that. You know, but but sometimes art helps us cope with our real shitty lives. Right. Because this what it, movie whatever, did that, you know. Yeah, because whatever you whatever anybody says about this movie, this movie is not escapism. You are not <laughs> going to this movie and escaping reality. No, this movie brings reality in here because like I said, for the last two years, it has been shitty just <laughs> for everybody. It's just sucked, you know. And this movie pretty much just reminds you how much these last two years suck. Yeah. So when you go to this movie, it reminds you of it. But at the same time, I see the thing. I think people hold comic book movies and comic books and all this shit like that or, or pop culture blockbuster movies to a different standard because art always borrows from real life. Like artists, they take from real life and they put it into their art. So, like I said, if anybody else had a tragedy through their life, you know, they would write a song about it. They would paint a picture about it, you know, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But comic book movies aren't allowed to do that. Because, like I said, at the end of the day, the people making this stuff are artists. These are supposed to be amusement park rides. Park it's supposed rides. to be theme park rides like it's that. Fun. But, you know, and, and, and to be honest with you, most of them are. You know, yeah. you want that? Go see Black Adam. Nobody else did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but this movie here, yes, these are artists taking from art and putting into it. So you got the director rewriting the movie to honor his friend, you know, and you got the actors honoring their friend also because i'm gonna tell you what like i said i haven't got to my rating about it but i will say this this is the best acting of any marvel movie ever yeah i will say that the reason i'm saying that is because it's hard to tell when they're acting and when they're not acting yeah because it's real emotion real pain coming through the screen that's why everybody's bawling their eyes down the first five minutes last five minutes in between the movie like that because the way they do it when they're talking and they're talking about t'challa you don't know if they're talking about T'Challa or they're talking about Chadwick Boseman. And I don't even think they know the difference whether they're talking about T'Challa or Chadwick Boseman. Now, some yeah. people say that's in bad taste or they shouldn't do that. But I think I think it's a good thing to do because I think for everybody working on this movie, which was the same people who worked on the last movie, you can tell this movie for them was a, just a two and a half hour therapy session, which I don't see anything wrong with that. Hell, we were going through it, too. It was a therapy session for us, too. Yeah, no shit. You know.
Now, I understand, like I said, if you had, you know, uh, a death in the family recently or you had lost your family, this movie could be triggering for you. I get yeah. that. It goes you know. through the, the stages of grief. You got everybody's mourning it in their different ways and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Black and brown. <laughs> I, I seen you before, Frankie. What's up with you? It felt like, felt like a movie in LA. <laughs> to live and die in LA. Like Which a is Cube what? and Cypress Hill all over again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Stop the beefing. Which is a big thing, also. Like I said, if, if the ethnic groups could just get together, we could destroy the white man. That's not me talking. <laughs> That's what the movie's themes are. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me stop because black people getting canceled left and right. Let me stop, man. You're not gonna get me to <laughs> Oh shit. You're not gonna Kanye me. Let me see. Oh, uh, my fellow Mexicans getting some representation in the Marvel time. I mean, they've been I mean, let's 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 break it down. Okay, so you got uh America Chavez, you know, like I said, you got Namor in this one. Uh technically Oscar Isaac, even though he's playing a Jewish guy. But <laughs> he's a Mexican what a, guy what, what a playing a uh, right, an Arab guy playing a Jewish guy, or what? How does, <laughs> right. how does that work? <laughs> we, we, let it count. We, we count it. Like he checks all the like all the boxes. He checks all of them. <laughs> Hell, he might be Black Panther next time in part three. You don't know. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's the whole thing. Like I said, this movie was a therapy session for a lot of people. So I think this is the best way to do it. And that's because I think art, the whole the purpose of art is to bring out emotion. So yeah, if you want to just be a a, a a two and a half hour commercial just for the next Marvel movie. I'm sorry, this movie isn't that. And you may you may you may bash the movie for that. Well, that, that's fine. Everybody has an opinion. Like I said, this is just our opinion, my opinion, Eli's opinion. That's what we think about it. So now out that out the way. Now that I said that, let me just go into what I thought about this movie. Okay. Maybe controversial, but I'm gonna say it. Now, if Black Panther was Avengers, Wakanda Forever is Age of Ultron. That's just my opinion. Not as good as the first one. Still a good movie. Not as bad as people bashing out to be. But I do think they're trying to do too much in this movie. There's a lot of movie in this movie. First off, you got about two or three characters that are only here just to set up another movie or a Disney Plus show. That's the only reason they're here. You know, you got to build a whole new world, a whole new character, a whole new mythology in this. Uh, there are so many characters juggling around that the like the first half of the movie it almost felt like episodic like okay we're dealing with this person right here we're gonna move this person right here then we're gonna move this person right here now but when the movie started to settle down for me and started to get focused they like I said at the beginning of the movie i felt like it was unfocused when the movie started focusing on shuri the movie started to get focused and everybody else realized that they're her you know side characters to her and she's the main character the movie started to settle down and get focused i'm like okay now i'm into it plus her character arc is the best character arc in the movie and i almost felt like they should have focused on her more if it's going to be her movie make it her movie because she had the most interesting arc let's, let's take a look at shuri for a second like i said part one she was you know the cute cuddly sidekick that's what she was joking around comic relief that's fine like that now in the next movie she's two steps from being killmonger you know so this is that whole break the cutie arc where you take the uh the innocent you know person and you just put them through the ring and put them through the gauntlet that's what they deal with that one i think her whole arc and bringing her back that was the most interesting part for me and i felt like they didn't make her the main character so it's jumping around until it got to her so that's me oh uh, we need more <laughs> they should have had josh no no more josh Weed. he is out of here he is canceled so yeah <laughs> uh what is it gonna say about this movie um 
but like I said, as far as the acting, everybody was acting their black asses off, especially Angela Bassett. She killed in this movie. Give her an Oscar now. But don't give her an Oscar for this movie. Give her an Oscar for all the times you fucked her over when you didn't give her an Oscar. <laughs> you know, what's love got to do with it? Give her one for that. You know, just like you did Denzel with uh, Training Day when he should have got one for Malcolm X like 10 years earlier. Do, give her one for that. You know, uh, like and that scene right there when she dressed down a Koye. Man, I was like, even though it was in the trailer, that scene still gave me sh- uh, shivers. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, I was like, get Angela Bassett uh let's talk about my boy my boy now and and here's my thing about this movie oh i'm gonna click this we got they're coming in hot today uh she killed her death scene got me death scene that got me it was spoiled for me a couple months ago before it even happened so pissed off that happened but yeah that death scene did get me did she get fridged maybe but you know let's need a healer there i think it's fridged if it's only fridged if it was a dude going to get revenge you are right you're right. I stand corrected. Because <laughs> you're right. It just because, yeah. yeah. All right. So, like I said, moving on past that, I got to talk about my boy. And I think this, this, because I, like I said, I know some people that just flat out don't like this movie. And I think this movie makes or break you based on Namor or Namor. You got to say the whole name El Nino Sin Namor. I love that little change they made in there. Like your whole thing is going to be based on Namor. Now, some people didn't like him. Some people love them, and I think your your uh, enjoyment of the movie is going to be based on pretty much how you feel about him. Let's talk about Namor. Okay, let's talk about Namor. No one gives a shit about Namor ever. <laughs> I gave a shit about Namor. Come on, man. No, I'm talking he, about before this. No one gives a fuck about Namor. Namor's an asshole. Namor, he is an asshole. Yeah, always Namor's trying to fuck never, storm. Namor's yeah. never. Namor's like Aquaman. He's never been cool. <laughs> how many yeah. times of marvel like hey they're trying to shove namor down our throats i like he's a mutant here he's he's <laughs> on the x-men now he's gonna be on the x-men team now hey he's our first ever character ever he's this guy they're always trying to shove him up our asses and we're like namor <laughs> he, he pops up in comic books and i'm like oh fuck it's namor what is this fucking bitch ass want now like <laughs> I, I was a fan of Namor. I always liked Namor. I, I never liked Aquaman, but I like Namor just because yeah. he was an asshole. That's why he was Spock and booty shorts. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Like I'm old. I'm old. I remember those old Marvel cartoons, you know, with Captain the, the sixty ones and yeah. Mighty Shield and Iron Man. This sets ablaze. You know all those theme songs. Yeah, and they, they had the, they had the Submariner cartoon. You know, the Prince Namor of Atlantis is the Prince of the Sea. Whatever. Every time his cartoons would come on, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and I was like five years old. <laughs> right. You got to sit through this shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude trying to get laid with uh, VP in the ocean sea. I shipped him. Yeah, I think that's, that's why he didn't kill her. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, so I do like what they did. They made Namor cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, like I said, yes, this is Namor. <laughs> this is Namor for the comics. Like I said, he had the booty shorts, the green speedos. You know, he, he ain't like Mexican. Spock. <laughs> he ain't Mexican. He he in the comics, he's racially ambiguous, and not that they, they race swap. Yeah, them. but he's so that's yeah. what's cool. So that's what's cool about how what Marvel did with Namor, like versus yeah. Aquaman. You know, in right. DC, like yeah, they they shoved Jason Momoa, and that's another <clears> thing. I'm getting a little tired of. The underwater characters that no one gives a shit about, they just give it to the native actor because it's like, right. it's the reservation. No one wants it. Here, you can have this <laughs> shitty role that no one cares about playing a shitty character no, that no one likes. 
And so they give it to like, the Navy. Please make Aquaman cool. <laughs> yeah, so they give, you know, Aquaman to Jason Momoa, and they kind of, sort of tried to, like, show Momoa's, you know, Polynesian heritage. You know, he's doing the haka in some scenes. But let's get serious. There was all white folks down in Atlantis. Right. You know, his <laughs> Even mom his was brother? white. His brother's his brother, white. His brother, blonde hair, blue Mira's eyes. white. You know, right. William Defoe's white. And Atlanta is a Eurocentric Greek mythology. Right. So, yeah, it just makes sense. So for them to take, you know, say, no, we're not going to do Atlantis. We're going to do, we're going to, uh, what's the, 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 you know, I'm not Mexican. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know the, the history. Just, just call but, it what I called it. Not Atlantis. Yeah. Not Atlantis. <laughs> the, the, you know, the, the, the Mayan city that got washed away by the rain God or whatever. I am a, you know, I'm not familiar. Sorry. <laughs> Fat T, let us know what it was. <laughs> yeah. Or who, who's that? Jake is Jake Mexican. Who's Mexican? Jake. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Let us know. Get get on the call. We'll get yeah, jump in. Fat we'll T, all he wants to do is fuck Sue Storm. That's all he wants to do. He don't give a shit about nothing else. <laughs> you know. So I like that they did that. That they just took, you know, they 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 separated themselves from the DC and they mm-hmm. gave Namor, you know, a similar sort of character arc that sort of juxtaposes Wakanda, you know, as right. as, as Wakanda and I want to say Kyle Lun, but it's not. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Marvel has so many secret societies and stuff yeah, like that. There's just another that, that one, they're so yeah. similar, you know, that they're similar. They were, you know, Colin, they were, they, they actually got colonized versus Wakanda has yeah. never been sort of isolated themselves. But ever since, you know, they were, you know, the Spanish did conquer their land, they went into hiding, you know, so they, they're similar. And I like that. I like that. I really like the fact that it wasn't because the vibranium or the magic flower that they were smart. Cause that would have pissed me off, you know, right. <laughs> like, like just because, you know, the Mayans were smart. It wasn't because some alien shit, you know, right. Um, Eternals you know. came down and helped them and shit. Yeah. And, you know, no, they were already smart. They were already, they already knew the world wasn't flat, you know, yeah. when the Spaniards show up. So I was kind of, that was one of my concerns going in. Oh, Namor and his country are all powerful because some alien technology. And that's yeah, why and it they were able to their build, minds and stuff. Yes, and, they were yeah. able to build the pyramids and they were all smart after that because brown aliens. people couldn't. Yeah, because brown <laughs> people couldn't be smarter than Europeans. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's got to be magic or some shit. Yeah, which is another offshoot of Atlantis. You know, Atlantis, they, they try to say Atlantis is real and that Atlantis sort of influence half of the world and that's why half of the world is civilized is because of Atlantis. it's sort of a white supremacy influence on history you know so i like that they that marvel separated themselves from that it's like nope this ain't atlantis these are mayans mesoamerican people pre-colonization and look what they were able to do you know by themselves you know so i thought that was cool so let's see what fat t got here oh yeah the uh the wings got i, I know a lot of people making fun of the wings <laughs> why he got the flag <laughs> here's the thing if he didn't have the wings people like me would have flipped the fuck out <laughs> we would have ride in the streets oh, no wings flipped over tables and shit like that so you had to give them the wings they had to be there it was just non-negotiable plus uh jake namor is the first flying superhero ever even before superman even before captain That's marvel right. shazam he all them. superman doesn't he Mm-mm. Superman predates him, but Superman couldn't fly. When Namor came out, he could fly. He could just jump. Leap tall billions in a single bound. Single bound, yes. Yeah. (laughs) And so, uh, I was feeling Cowboys versus Indian vibe doing some of the scenes. Who are the fucking Cowboys? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Every Ross, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Every... <laughs> oh. Um. Here's another thing I noticed. This is just me being a film geek, being noticing cinema, okay. seeing the cinematic art in it. You know, and I know you said you were talking about how all these characters were just in there to set up other shit. Mm-hmm. And that's just what Marvel does. I mean, that's why I criticize Marvel because most of their movies is just shoehorning shit in yeah. there. They're set up their other shit. They're commercials. They're they're commercialing shit inside, you know, into storylines. Um, but you know, you have all these different. You had um, Haiti. Mm-hmm. You had the French attacking that uh, that 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 Wakandan outreach program. Mm-hmm. You know, then you had the Spanish that were attacking Namor's people. Mm-hmm. Then you had uh, Everett Ross's wife. What's her name? I forget her name. Val, um, Count Contessa, some shit. Whatever, yeah. yeah. She's like the CIA. Those are the Americans. So you have the mm-hmm. French, the Spanish, and Americans. Those are the three the three uh, nations that, co- that basically colonized North and South America. You know, French, you know, came, or Spanish came first. You know, that's why half the fucking countries they have Spanish names, you know. Which actually that bothered me also that the uh the tele the Atlanteans, whatever you want to call them, were speaking Spanish. But if they weren't conquered, why are they speaking a European yeah. language? Yeah, and he called it but, an evil language, which I thought was funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like I said, that's 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 nitpicking we don't do here. I, I yeah. just pointed out, but I'm not gonna zero out of ten for no nah, I'm not gonna do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but you had Spanish, you know, they came. You had the French, they came. I mean, you, I mean, you're in the South, you know, all the Louisiana and, and Haiti, Haitian, Haitian speaking French and Creole, Cre- Creole. You know, also, yeah, so yeah. those are like the nations that came and came over to um, the, who crossed the pond. And then you had America, which is basically traders from England that sold out their country that became America. So you have all <laughs> these three different, the, the three different nations that sort of colonized America. And so I, I liked how they worked those into the plot. So it's just a whole, this whole, it's a whole theme of colonization and resistance right. against colonization. Yeah, yeah, you had Namor's people being fucked with by the Spanish. You had mm-hmm. the French coming over, you know, you know, and doing shit with Haiti. But now Haiti was all independent because Haiti was independent before those motherfuckers came here. They fought for the independence, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you had um, even like T'Challa's name as a reference to like a freedom fighter. Oh, uh, yeah. A freedom fighter son. that was in Haiti. To yeah, help, yeah. his son. Toussaint, yeah. Yeah. And then um, America, you have America now trying to go after Wakanda's vibranium. And so just looking like, for any excuse. Yeah. And Which so is another like, thing I'm knocking the movie for because I felt like they should have played up tension between America and Wakanda a little bit more. Matter of fact, you probably should have made America the villain. I that's what I'm thinking. I'm America was the villain, but it did it didn't it didn't hit home like it should have. Like they yeah. said it, but they really didn't say it. I can see that, but in the end, that's what that's what it, that's yes. You had Wakanda and Namor warring against each other, and then in the end, they're saying no, we got to unite because these motherfuckers are coming for our shit. Right, they're coming for maybe both of us because now, yeah. You yeah. know, Val, since she's been listening in to uh, Ross's conversation, she knows somebody else is out there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just, but he, he, even she says, I pray for the day or I, I welcome the day that we have, you know, because they want vibranium because what are they going to do? And they just need an excuse. They just need an they, excuse they to want, go there. They want weapons. They want to exploit the resources because that's what they do. They, and that's what Namor it. told uh, yeah. Shuri. She was like, don't you think that if the Americans could, they would come in and pillage your village, I mean, country right now, if they could? Yeah. yeah. 
And that's just what they, yeah, that's what they've done. That's what they did to Namor's people. You know, that's what they've done for 500 years and they still do it. They're still doing it all over the world. I beg to differ, Jacob. Uh, Go watch the Suicide Squad. (laughs) America was the villain in that. Yeah. (laughs) So I think they should have went there, but I I think they kind of, you know, tipped around it because I think they want to be too controversial. And that's Disney. It's going to be Disney. Yes. They're going to Disneyfy it. So, but I think in the end that that's, they, they come to realize like we, let's stop fighting. So yeah, are we gonna review the movie? <laughs> we keep going. I, I mean, we kind of are. I mean, like I said, it's, it's we're critiquing, critiquing. Well, yeah, the, we're talking about the themes and the ideas. And yeah, the- I mean, because it's the movie. You know, it's easy to just you know thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, we gotta get yeah. a little deeper than it. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I will say this also. Like I said, I went into that thing, but went too far already. I do think this is. If you ask me, my favorite MCU movie of 2022. This is it. However, this, yes. But I, that's I was, not a very high ball. I was talking about this and like Shang Chi and like Spider Man are like the standouts yeah. for this phase four. Yeah. Well, I, I was talking about twenty twenty two. We can go there. Oh, yeah, yeah. As every, far as like, yeah, I was saying twenty twenty two. Yeah, this is easily. Yeah, <laughs> Thor. I Doctor Strange's I all the TV right. shows I. Right. <laughs> but this, I'm like, damn. I I I I did enjoy it. Probably like more than you did. It sounds like I it. liked it more than you did. <laughs> you probably did. Honestly, you probably did like it more than me. Cause like I said, I was sitting there watching. I was like, I needed to come together. I like the pieces are there. It's not coming together like I wanted to. Cause I, like I said, I do feel like the first Black Panther movie was lightning in a bottle. I feel like it was, but it, it knew what it wanted to be. It got in, got out, told the story, want to be that's it. This is telling so many stories, and it stretched itself too thin. I think it, it, you know, is hurting itself a little bit. But like I said. I got to give Ryan Kluger credit for even making the movie as good as it is. Cause like I said, it's, you lost your star, you know, your other star that you have is anti-vax in the middle of a pandemic. So you can't shoot movie scenes with her, you know, <laughs> we're in a pandemic. So he has to shoot all that through this. I'm like, just a movie, just even making a movie this good main, through all the that. The main character don't even show up till the last half hour. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, <laughs> cause you had to shoot around and had to like cut her scenes, you know? Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Got to talk about Michael B. Jordan. Okay, so uh, like I said, even though there was a lot of bunch of cameos just shoehorned in here for no reason, I do feel like uh, Michael B. Jordan was not one of them. His cameo was very important and probably my favorite scene of this entire movie. You know, because like I said, she went to the astral plane. Or uh, I'm thinking about X Men. What is it? Ancestral plane? Yeah, ancestral <laughs> plane. And the spirit world. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes and she thinks, you know, and the thing is, it all ties back to Shuri because this thing, like I said, this is her character is evolved from the last movie. And at the very first thing she does in this movie is pray to Bass. She prays to Bass to save her brother. Her brother dies. So from that point on, that's why she don't want anything to do with the Black Panther, Bass, anything. She basically becomes an atheist in this movie. Well, and this why we yes, so yeah. you have, and she's a scientist. She's right. She, in, you know, immerses herself into science, into her projects, into all her experiments, and that's her. That's her grieving process. That's her right. arc. She she rejects the you know the the culture, the heritage, the, the traditions, the spiritual side of her culture, you know, because she she it, it yeah it, it's like as a scientist, they need proof. 
You right. know what I mean? They need and, that and that's evidence. what she was trying to tell to her mother. You know, you know, when they were sitting at the, she was like, uh, like when I finally came to terms of it, I saw the child again. And she's like, no, you didn't. You didn't see the child. Yeah. Your, your mind made you think you were seeing the child. So yeah, there's this like religion versus science like theme going on, you know? Right. Um, or, or or just, you know. just faith. I think just yeah. faith. In yeah. Because yeah. faith and science, faith versus science. Yeah. Because right. fact and truth are two different things, you know, right. fact. And that's what scientists base themselves on. You know, you have to be able to prove it for for it to be true. You know, water's wet, you know, all that shit, you know. Right. Water freezes at 32 degrees, blah, 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 blah. They, those are facts. But everybody wanting to be happy is a universal truth that you have to just believe in. And that's where or, faith or and love. religion comes. Yes, or love. love. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. wants to love is not, you can't prove love. But you know it exists, you know, because you know when you feel you just, it. You just feel it, right? Yeah, you can't prove the love exists. It's just there. Yeah, I mean, you, you know what it, what it. So yeah, that's that's and that's that's the the crux between Shuri's character. She's a scientist trying to prove that everything's going to be okay, you know. It's, but she didn't believe it. And, and in the end, she had to believe it. You right, know? and that's when she went to that special plane. That's why she didn't see it in her family because she didn't think she was going to see him anyway. Yeah. So oh, I go to I go to I go to the at the spirit world. I'm going to see all my relatives, and that's because that's what happens. And then when she goes there and sees Killmonger, oh, basically reminding her you're still pissed off. Right, you're because still angry. because of the reason she's doing it, she's not doing it, you know, for the good of the people yeah. or or even to do it to see her family. She's just being Black Panther for revenge. That's it. Yeah. So her mind manifested Killmonger. She so even though power. Killmonger is, you know, power. Yeah. it was all for power. So even though Killmonger is trying to convince her, technically she's already convinced herself. Yeah. You know, I'm already like, like she, it, it's, it's like Killmonger was Palpatine. If Palpatine had washboard abs, that's, that's what he was. You know? <laughs> Give him to your yeah. hate. You yeah. Know? And, but I love that. Like in the end, she ends up sparing Namor, you know, because, right. you know, she could have, like, he killed her mom. Right. You know, and she could have totally took her revenge out and would have been justified in doing so. But, but that moment, yeah. yeah. But when she starts thinking about how similar their worlds were, that they had these shared experiences, only Namor, they actually experienced colonization where Shuri right. and Wakanda were isolated from it. You know, so she understood this guy has suffered for 500 years and he's been, he's just trying to protect his people the same way we are. I'm right. trying to protect my people. And that's where and, she, and had, she realized had, what will happen to their nation if anything happens to him. Right. Yeah. That, you know, this that then she had the empathy. And, and that's where that's where you see her finally come into her own. And re- well, she became that, T'Challa. You know, yeah. Because that, that's what T'Challa yeah. did. Yeah. Because yeah. he didn't kill Zemo. Yeah. He didn't kill Zemo. Yeah. He yeah. didn't kill Kilmar or. Uh, did he kill Killmonger? He did kill Killmonger. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but not out of cold but, blood. I mean, he. But did yeah, it. he offered yeah. him the like. He offered him mercy. You know. But right. I just, I just love that. I love how she had, she found empathy in the end. You know. To, but I, I like the fact that she was going down that path because I think at the time we, she did see T'Challa's mask and she saw Killmonger's mask and she went for Killmonger's mask because that's what she was raging. I was like, so, and she got to the point that she was because the thing was her grief. She wasn't grieving. She was yeah. bottling up her. She was like, I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to worry about the Black Panther. Because if I if I look back, then it becomes real. My brother's gone. My mother's gone. It's going to look real. So I just got to look yeah. forward, bottle up my emotions. And, and, and the movie is trying to make a point that if you bottle up your emotions and you don't face trauma, you will hurt not only yourself, but people around you. 
because she would because her act if she went down this path she would destroy wakanda and atlantis or not atlantis or whatever you know and that's the that's the thing i like that the movie and i wish the movie would have focused on that more because it was a through line through the whole movie because here's the thing about the very beginning of the movie when when her queen mother was saying when i finally came to terms you know with the child is gone i saw the child again and she was just like no you didn't you didn't see this she was like well let me i'm gonna tell you because i actually did see him i'm gonna tell you what happened but she got cut off because name showed up but what yeah. happened at the very end in the mid credits well the after credit scene she finally came to terms that the child is gone she burned her funeral rags and what happened t'challa oh, showed back up again but she yeah. wasn't ready to see him yeah she had her turns with it so it's just so it, it all came back full circle basically she found her faith again she she realized so she had a whole complete arc in that. I like that arc. Her arc started at the very beginning of part one, and it continued from here. So, yeah, like I said, I, I, I like how they did with that. Uh, I like that she was different from the child because she actually thought her way out of that. She beat she beat Nemo with prep time. You know, <laughs> yeah, like she the MCU that. version of the child. Yeah, the 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 comics version of the child would have did it. MCU version of T'Challa wouldn't have did it. He would have had his pride. I'm going to take this guy. I'm going to find a way to beat him. But she's like, no, nah, I'm going to science this shit out. You know, figure this shit out. Find out his weakness. She basically did a Batman v Superman. You know, it basically played a certain. She found his kryptonite, put him down, put the spear to his head. He said, Martha. She was like, why'd you say that name? Boom. And that the end of the movie. So like, yeah, so it's a better BBS than BBS. So yeah. Um, What's going to say about the movie? Oh, let's talk about Ironheart. Let's talk about because uh, Jake did bring up uh, Ironheart in here. Here's the thing. Ironheart, she was shoehorned in this movie. She didn't fit. I realized she did because of corporate mandate. She got to set up a Disney Plus show. That being said, Eli, she did serve a purpose in this movie. Briefly. Not Ironheart, but Riri did. Ironheart, that costume, that costume fucking sucked. I'm, I'm sorry. She's like a fucking... Beetleborg or some shit or a trans up oh, <laughs> he just he'll be back don't worry about it he'll be back I'm gonna show you what I got so uh and I think Eli been going for a minute but anyway I'm gonna show you what what Riri looks like so Riri when you show it yeah so actually that suit I actually like that suit right there it was pretty cool but it was when she turned into uh the Beetleborg version of it. I was like uh-uh this shit ain't working for me but yeah just regular ass Riri she worked but the point is she worked in this movie because uh she filled in the role for shuri where shuri used to be you know the happy-go-lucky sidekick to t'challa riri became her sidekick and her surrogate sister so it all worked you know i kind of like that um and so it's pretty cool with them trying to see who else we got talking about there or oh, did i cut off i think i'm still here yeah um we talked about Angela Bass. We talked about Riri. We talked about the other people on there. Uh, talk about the Atlanteans on there real quick uh, because the Atlanteans did. Um, where are we? Okay. Now, I do want to say one thing about the Atlanteans. I know everybody else. I know we got a bunch of, uh, you know, Latinos. I'm not going to say Latinx. I know the difference. Latinos and Hispanics doing the sign. I do want to let you know something. If you're going to do the sign, we're going to think one thing every time. We're going to think this. You know, we're going to think Dragon Ball Z or the Kamehameha would think that. Now, since Eli going, I'm going to go ahead and go into detail about that. Now, the thing is, they call this move the Kamehameha. Now, the reason they call it the Kamehameha is because of King Kamehameha back in, you know, in Hawaii. So technically, it's like the Japanese were kind of co-opting, you know, you know, Mesoamerican culture. You could say that. So it's there. Um, 
more details about the move, we can go on. I, I think that's all I got. So, like I said, overall, I don't know what Eli's score is. I'm going to just give my score on it. I think the movie, I'm going to give it a four out of five. It's four out of five. It is a, it is a good movie and a great movie. Best movie of best MCU movie of 2022. Not the best phase four movie. I still think I put both Spider Man No Way Home and Shang Chi over this. Hold up. I bet you that's Eli. Fat T. Uh, that scene where Namor didn't save that girl. What scene with Namor didn't save? I'm trying to think what. Oh, yeah. That's the thing, Fat T. I'm glad you're talking. So, um, that's the thing. So we're mad at Namor for going to Wakanda and starting shit, but Wakanda struck first. So it's like, how do you keep the, are you going to keep the war going? You know, are we, gonna, are we just going to go from there? You know, so. And there might have been somebody related to Namor. We don't know that. You know, that's why he was so pissed. And plus, he only came for the queen. Everybody, he, he could have wiped out everybody, but he just came for the queen. Uh, What do we got? What do we got? Uh, she got shot. Yeah, because uh, Nakia came down and shot shot two of them. Yeah. And she was just doing a job, the job that, you know, that Namor set out for her to do. So I'm like, okay, that's pretty interesting. And so, uh, oh, also, I'm glad I'm glad I got this footage right here. Like I said, we got Namor in here. Now, I want to talk about this scene right here. Because the scene where Namor went and assaulted Wakanda and, yes, that is right out of the comics. He actually went harder in the comics because he actually like destroyed Wakanda in the comics. They left, had to go to like Kung Lun or something like that. This is from ABX. This is from ABX right here. So yeah, what do we got? Uh, they realized it wasn't a god and sure he could save her. Yeah. You made God bleed. Yeah, that's the thing. So, and that's the thing. That's what we started knowing that Shuri isn't the same as T'Challa because T'Challa would have saved that girl because they were in that situation. But she wouldn't do that, but Shuri didn't do that. So she's already going down the path of Killmonger. You know, she she basically like a fork in the road, and the movie is trying to decide on where she wants to go with that. And she basically decided to choose the, the good side instead of going to the dark side. You know, uh, what else we got here? I'm trying to see. Uh, we got that. We got oh yeah, this scene right here. So I put this scene up right here because uh we saw how strong Namor was in this movie. And Ryan Clue before the movie came out said that Namor is as strong as the Hulk. And people got pissed off of him. But he wasn't the first person to say that. Stan Lee was the first person to say that. Because, yes, if, if Namor gets close to water, he can straighten. Like, he knocked the Hulk out, put Hulk to sleep. Uh, ben Grimm from The Thing did the same thing to him, put his ass to sleep, too. Yeah, you put Namor in the water, it's hard to fuck with him. That's just him. Um, What do we got here? New Warriors. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Nam Namorita, Namor, whatever her name was. Uh. Yeah, at the very top, so I don't have the scene with her, but she was part of the New Warriors. So that's like a, a Easter egg, you know, one of his foot soldiers that was in there. Atuma, one of his bad guys in there. So all these people were in the comics, you know. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Now, I want to talk about the main influence of what I thought the comic came from, but I don't think I got the footage right here. Anyway, yeah, this comic right here. So we're going to talk about Doom War for a second, because a lot of this plot came from this comic, Doom War uh doom actually tried to assassinate t'challa in the comic but he messed him up so bad that he didn't kill him but he like paralyzed him. matter of fact i think he did kill him and, and storm had to like go to the afterlife to go bring him back some shit like that so he did that so since the t'challa was out of the picture shuri had to rescue him. and like shuri had to take over and become the black panther she became the black panther dr doom did some bullshit blamed it on namor because he wanted atlantis and to wakanda to fight each other so he can weaken both countries and take the vibranium. 
So, uh, what we got? He ain't got a thing in it. <laughs> He'll be back. Don't worry. He just popped in. We're gonna get. So that's what's going on with uh that right there. So Doom basically tried to get up. Oh, what we got? Yeah. Wait for the load up. Mm. And it probably probably messed up. That's all. But anyway. So Doom put Wakanda and Atlantis against each other and tried to make them fight each other. Uh, eventually they did find out doom had some shit going on like that because he had like spies on the inside of wakanda he had orchestrated the whole thing and then i'm and now Hello? the leaks i heard oh is, there you go is it just me am i the only one here i don't know where no, uh... can, can you see me hello can you see me i don't know i'm, I'm still recording but yeah <laughs> he probably gonna clock, clock out again but anyway we're gonna go from there so yeah so doom has spies on the inside of wakanda doing his business stuff like that Basically having uh, Namor and Shuri going to win it. And I'm pretty sure, I almost think that they planned it where Shuri, where uh, Dr. Doom was going to be a, like a second scene at the end of the after credit scene, but they didn't do that. Now, the reason that, uh, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm here now. You're there? Okay. You're there now. Yeah, I've been here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I've just been talking. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I've been having a good conversation, but yeah. I'm, I'm on Doom more now. I, I, okay. I just want to ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah that's the thing like i said this whole movie was leaked for me months ago this whole plot matter of fact the movie was, was leaked for me so hard that i got a leak saying that lake bell was in it and she's gonna get killed off by namor in the first act i'm like lake bell why the fuck she in this movie i'm like they made that up and then the second trailer lake bell's in it. i'm like oh shit okay who posted but, that shit gomer nah i wish he would uh it was somebody <laughs> it was somebody else that posted that shit but they posted everything eli broke youtube oh, he yeah, must so. have missed me i'm here jakey pool he, he's back <laughs> he's stuck around for you so yeah so that that was the thing so yeah so they everything was for me killmonger uh shuri you know synthesizing the plant the everything everything spoke for him but the the thing that i got said that dr do and the whole t'challa was gonna have a son at the end all that but the thing I got said that second credit scene was going to be Dr. Doom was going to show up saying, hey, it's me the whole time. I was trying to get them to fight. It just planned or like the plan did work kind of for phase, whatever. Oh, he froze the game. That's okay. But there you go. You kind of. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, my Internet's being shitty. I don't know. Uh, you got bad weather out there? Or it, because I know sometimes bad maybe. weather can kind of screw us up. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah. So but I heard that Dr. Doom was going to be an after credit scene in this. But when I watched the movie, it wasn't there. So, but I wasn't pissed. Because honestly, I feel like if they just shoehorn another commercial in this movie, you know, it, after you, this this great ending and this somber ending, I got everybody crying like that. So the whole theater's crying. Oh, second, he got a son. And then Dr. Doom shows up. That that would have been just bad taste. <laughs> you know, just, just don't go there. So I'm glad Marvel saved that, even though technically this is the end of phase four. You know, I'm glad they didn't go that route. Uh, what's next Marvel film? Of uh, Ant Man something, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. I don't, I don't even think that's. I think that's the next Marvel project. I don't even think they have like another show before then, you know. So I think that's it. So, um, Eli, I don't think we're gonna do comics this week. I think <laughs> because we, we, we went longer than I thought we were gonna go. <laughs> that, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but what it does, yeah. So, but it assumed me one of Black Adam. Uh, but anything you want to add just like some quick thoughts or um, no I think I mean I, I thought it was cool I, like I said it's it's my favorite one you know out of the phase four 
it's 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 one of the better Marvel movies. And yeah, if we're talking about 2022, yeah, this was the best Marvel movie of 2022. <laughs> right. Uh, um, this and I, love and thunder like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know but um, but i do i do want to let you know something okay so i looked at the box office numbers so uh it is actually not the best opening weekend of 2022 guess what it is uh, i don't know was it love okay. and thunder <laughs> or no. was it what disney movie came out was there a disney movie i don't know <laughs> plenty of disney movie i'll tell you i'll tell you so this is actually the, the second highest domestic box office weekend of 2022. The highest box office weekend of 2022 is Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. So there's a possibility that this movie not even make as much as Doctor Strange this year. And I'm like, wow. Okay. And like I said, the first movie made all that money, $1.3 billion, stuff like that. I doubt this movie makes a billion. Not because it's a bad movie, just because of the climate we're in. And also, I don't think this movie holds up to repeat viewings, which is another reason why I kind of knocked my score down. Like I said, the first Black Panther movie I saw like five times in the theater, some shit like that. I don't think I can sit through this movie again just because it's so emotionally draining. I don't think I can do that again. I don't think I can subject myself through that. So I may see it again, but as far as like five, six times in the theaters, I, I, uh -uh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I think I agree. Like I, I went... Yeah, it, like in the first five minutes, I'm getting all misty eyed and I'm like, oh shit, is this what it's going to be? But it really wasn't. They didn't milk it as much right. as I thought they were going to. I thought it moved right. pretty brisk. You know, it was pretty fast paced. Um, you know, yes, th there is a somber tone to the movie. They do address mourning in this movie and the stages of grief yeah. in this movie. That is the layer that the. Yeah. Or even the fact that, you know, movie, you know, yeah, the child's actions at the end of the first movie, you know, the, this movie has consequences for it because you know uh namor is blaming wakanda for opening up their borders and telling them about vibranium yeah you know that which is yeah. what t'challa's decision yeah you know um but uh, given that even though you know grief was the foundation of this movie it still moved in a brisk pace it introduced you know uh mm -hmm. yeah name i thought what they did was with namor was cool i was a little mm -hmm. worried about it at first like i said i didn't you know i i i um you know, I had my reservations about it, especially when you bring in those real life culture into comics, you know, right. because, yeah, what they were calling T'Challa, <laughs> that is a Mayan god or whatever. Um, right. And I don't know about Mayans, but I know an Aztec culture who have a similar winged serpent god. You're not supposed to say that name out loud, only in certain like ceremonies. So when right. he's like just repeating his name and stuff, I'm like, are they supposed to do that? Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's like making Jesus an Avenger, you know, some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, or like Thor. They like what they did with Thor. <laughs> right, right. They turned the, the 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 Viking Jesus into a bumbling idiot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like there's that fine line of appropriation and pre preservation. You know, you, you know, I could see that being problematic. Them taking those real life Mayan heritage and making it into a comic book movie for entertainment, for escapism, or whatever. I can see that being problematic for, for the culture, but also at the same time, you're preserving culture. You know, the kids, mm -hmm. Mayan kids or Mexican kids are seeing, you know, themselves being represented and, you know, and for the most part, it's getting, it's getting good response. Yeah. You know? So there, there's that fine line, you know, um, which I, and, but I felt it was, it, it was pretty cool. You know what they did with them, that they took, you know, they took this, they took at the Atlantis, they ditched the Atlantis idea 
made it all about the Mayan culture and made the Mayan culture, you know, stand out as what they were because they were pre-colonization, the Mayans, the Aztecs, they were a, they were a king, they were kingdoms, you know, right. <laughs> before the Spanish showed up, you know, they were Wakanda. They were like real life <laughs> Wakanda before, you know, the Spaniards showed up, you know? So I, I like that they didn't feed into the whole, you know, Euro white, you know, whitewashing of history, like most of the, like, which, which is what Atlantis, the myth of Atlantis is sort of based in. So right. I did like that. Um, and yeah, uh, and I like the message. Yes, you know, you, you could say, yeah, the, the, you know, black people versus brown people and all that stuff. And, but in the end, yeah, we need to unite, you know, because at the same time, we, we have similar experiences and, you know, and it, it, we, we shouldn't be fighting each other. <laughs> right. And, and that's why it's kind of hard for me to even call Namor a villain of the movie. Because yeah. he really wasn't a villain. He was an antagonist. Yeah. Because you completely understood what he was trying to do. All he wanted to do to protect his people. That's all he wanted. That's all. Now, if you get in the way of that, that's that's yeah. on you. That's your ass. You know. Yeah. I mean, even Everett Ross even said, enemy of my enemy or whatever. Or no, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I watched another movie with two racially people who were had the same enemy <laughs> right but that's the same principle you know what i mean um you know like yeah we you know we they, they had their 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 nations were basically similar and um yeah they had you know colonizers coming for their resources which is what that's just what they've been doing and right. um and they they decided to like <clears throat> put down their grievances and no we need to help each other we need to protect right. each other even though we have beef between each other, you know, we got to yeah. put that aside. It's, it's yeah. big. It's bigger than both of us. We're all in the same gang. <laughs> <laughs> Crips and Bloods. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let black and brown unite and form, <laughs> and form a podcast, the BIPOC bullies. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> See, this is what they want us to do. Like They want us to fight, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, all right. So, you guys slap. I, I slap. Uh, okay, I slapped the score on there. I'm gonna tell you my score. I don't know if you listen. I got. I, I I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would because you know I've I've been getting marvelled out. Shit, I'm getting right. Star Wars out after they fucked up Boba Fett. I'm like, eh, honestly, I'm I thought you weren't even gonna watch this. I thought it, it was gonna be me I, talking the whole time. Hey, while I've been just... broke. Yeah, I almost didn't, but I found a way. I had my ways, and um, and, and seal yeah. the seven seas are matey. <laughs> And yeah, I, I I enjoyed it a lot, a lot more than I thought. <laughs> we got to be, but I give it a four out of five. I get a four out of five. Oh, so you liked it as much as I did? Then. Yeah. Look, I thought you, I thought you were gonna like it more than me because I gave it a four out of five. I like it. No, I, I like mean, it. yeah, I, like I said, this Shang Chi and Spider Man are like those the, are my top three. A lot, yeah. a lot of people don't put Shang Chi in there. I thought Shang Chi was awesome. That's just me. I re, I've actually rewatched Shang Chi multiple times now. I find that a, like it's a blast. <laughs> yeah like comes on just energy that's just escapism so, that's escapism that, that's escapism you don't sit there it's like oh i'm depressed oh you watched it and it's it yeah and yeah like like i said you want to see representation just like this movie like i said it's it's a lot of black and brown people going to see what kind of ever put a movie out there which which is what disney expects to see yeah. you know <laughs> uh, I, lo but same, I love yeah. that it's pointing out the colorism and the racism in mexico that i love that 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 that's being called out like the the white mexicans are sort of all butt hurt because what's his name? Uh, Huerta, what's the guy? The guy who played Namor, like, yeah, he's, he's like a, a darker, darker skin, actor, yeah. yeah. That he's a darker skinned Mexican guy who got a lead role, you know, when all the telenovelas in Mexico are all full of like white passing Mexican people, 
Right. <laughs> you know, I love that that's being exposed, but that's, you know, that's a thing. Mexico is a complicated identity, right. you know, uh, have a, have, have a complicated identity. You know, they, well, they, that's what we got to understand know. that South America is just like North America. You have different nationalities, different races. Yeah. And you have in, the indigenous population that were there before the Spanish came. So like, yeah. like there was, like, I heard there was some backlash over when Namor said that, Spanish was the evil language. He doesn't like saying like, "Oh, the Namor is from what my enemies called me." That's the evil language, you know. Right. And they said, "Oh, well, you're saying Spanish is the evil language." Well, to indigenous people that were colonized by the Spaniards, and let's get serious: the Spaniards were fucking assholes. You right. Know? They were some of the most sadistic fucking motherfuckers ever. You know. <laughs> So to them, yeah, that was an evil language. So for them to come over and enforce this, like Spanish is a European language. So for them right. to force this foreign language upon this population, you know, and then this population tries to go to America and say, hey, this is, a, this is, <laughs> this is America. <laughs> you speak English here. <laughs> right. Force another, in, another fucking colonized language on these <laughs> right you know, you know it, it's it's it gets really complicated you know and i'm, I'm not not gonna try and speak for them because like i said i'm not Me i'm as i mentioned aka the mexicant i'm not <laughs> i don't i'm not familiar with it but i i hear about it i you know <laughs> and so yeah that's the thing so uh, like i said it's uh so i guess we gave it a four out of five like the movie not my favorite Marvel movie of Phase Four, but it's up there, definitely up there. Did you like it better than Ant Man and Wasp? <laughs> Absolutely, but see, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right, because you said it like Ant Man and Wasp, like the worst Marvel movie ever. And I'm like, come on, man, it's it's not the worst movie ever. It's 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 plain toast. That's all it is. Plain, <laughs> toast. plain toast. It's plain toast. Yeah. Not not even the ass end of the toast. It's like the, the middle bread, like in the middle, you know, not the top. <laughs> I kind of like the top. It's the middle. So what about this a thick or dark world? This a dark world. What are you talking about? This a dark world? No, no, no. It's it's high <laughs> in the dark world. Yeah, it's high in the dark world. Because like I said, I, I rank dark world under love and thunder. Some people rank dark world higher than love and thunder, but I think they're just doing it just to, you know, just just for clicks, you know, clickbait, shit like that, you know. Uh, Ant Man movies are the worst. They not. They're not the worst. They're just there. That's all. They're just, just there. Yeah. Yeah. This, like I said, there's no reason to hate because Paul Rudd is just there. He's like, I don't know what to say. It's. I've said this before, but I remember in was it Civil War when I yeah. the first time I saw Civil War in a packed theater, like when Ant Man showed up, the whole theater clapped and cheered. <laughs> <laughs> but when Spider Man showed up crickets because <laughs> <laughs> ant-man has always been better in other movies than his own movies so yeah that's just how it is so yeah. i think the same thing it just feel like a weird movie just to even put him in but and it's fucking kang in there so like i said i'm gonna watch it because i watch all this stuff you know so it's just whatever. yeah yeah i'll see it eventually i i still haven't I seen morbius i have theater. not what? seen eternals yet i still never watch it <laughs> I'm trying to think. see you didn't give me a turn like what do I think now I, I now there's are some YouTubers out there saying because there are some YouTubers shitting on this movie you know but it's because here's the thing so what I'm realizing is that that whole recast the child crowd what they don't realize is that right wingers have co-opted that shit they realize oh it's the reason to shit on Marvel let's take that shit they don't care whether or not it's you know recast child or not they just like this shit to shit on it so what they're doing they're taking that and you're going out again I can see 
Oh, oh you're there. Okay. I oh, thought yeah. you were going for a second. I'm, I'm on. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, in, and you're in and out. <laughs> Matrix, you know. <laughs> so they're taking this shit and it's using any reason to just shit on, you know, uh, and I, I, I completely lost my train of thought where I was going with this. But anyway. About recasting Ch- T'Challa. No, no, no. Past that. It was something else I was talking about. But well, yeah, that's what they're using any, any reason to shit on Marvel. They're yeah, they're using any reason to shit on Marvel, recast T'Challa. Yeah, you just said what I said. So yeah, that's, the, that's what's going on right now. So I'm like. Ben Shapiro, <sighs> recast T'Challa. Gina Carano. Though, that's, that's just no, but these are the same people that shitted on the first movie. <laughs> but now they're just using the, now they're fans of the first movie just thinking shit on this movie. It's like they're just using any excuse to just do whatever. So get them clicks. Get them they clicks. gotta get clicks. So yeah. yeah. Uh when I play back biggest of the podcast, I realized what my point was, but I'll talk about it next podcast. So yeah. <laughs> um and anything else we gotta add? I think we got I think we got enough. Okay, sure. So no gears of war. <laughs> No, no Gears of War. We'll, we'll talk about I Gears think that's later. fine. We went our whole show on Batman. We can do a whole show on Black Panther. Yeah, because I, I wasn't planning on it, but I was like, we do need to just dig deeper into it, you know. Yeah, like there's that. a lot. Like I said, the, the more I thought about it, I started seeing, yeah, the French and the hey, they start Because I watched this, this, I follow this one woman who's like Haitian, and yeah. she talks about Haiti history, and she was like breaking some shit that I was like, no shit, whoa, okay. The Haiti, like Haiti's always being portrayed as this like poor country where everyone's poor and it's garbage all over the place and it's just this you know just destitute you know you know island of poor folk but then in black panther hey we they're all scientists scientists and shit and they're independent and all that so that was cool you know when you know that's why representation matters you give it to the people that are that these these movies are about you're gonna see a different side of those people you know. Right, because uh, last was last time we saw a Haitian in a movie. What Predator Two? <laughs> yeah, that, that, and uh, that wasn't doing voodoo or some shit. Right, you know, <laughs> you know shit like that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah fucking live and let die. And shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. James Bond just shooting any Haitian he could see, just bring a pain. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that that's cool. You know, you know, you get to that. That's like what we said about the first one, like Killmonger. You yeah. know. Yeah, Killmonger. Yeah, fucking Joe Casada couldn't have wrote that fucking dialogue. You know, right? He could like you. You you're tapping into the African diaspora. So yeah. you know, like I said, Brian Michael Bendis is not going to write that. You yes, know? no matter. Yeah, no matter how much he tries to show Na- shove Naomi down our throat. Right, because I'm sitting here looking at Killmonger speaking. I was like, whoa, this he's a little bit too real right now. Yeah, you know? that's why I love Killmonger. I'm like, fuck yeah, he's like you know, he's saying what we think. You know, he's that. Yeah anger the black anger the brown anger the people of color anger that's what he like that's just, how just american think. you know yeah anger. yeah uh and, and 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 that's what namor was doing here namor yeah. was that indigenous anger you know you know that's but why the thing, the thing know, i like I, about namor though think about like about namor he walked in like he talking because <laughs> when he went full man of steel on wakanda i was loving it i'm like wait i'm oh. not supposed to be rooting for him <laughs> <laughs> I, when he was doing that, when he was flying around and shit, I was like, "Damn, here's another Marvel doing Superman better than DC." Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just like Black Adam. I was like, "This damn, this is like Black Adam. He just just fucking up shit." Yeah, he was flying through ships and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hey, Leroy like, would Killmonger, love this. Like, he had a red cape on. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I was loving it, but yeah, it's oh. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I gotta say about. It. Like I said, uh, appreciate everybody listening. Like I said, for just bear with us for. Like I said, we got this week down. Next two weeks we're gonna be we here, you know, on YouTube. 
the link will be on Facebook. So you can literally click the link on Facebook. It will bring you here. Yeah. So or, you don't have to, Twitch have to look or for YouTube it. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're making it for you as easy as possible. Check maybe, the stories. Check maybe whatever. Facebook so, is the reason why my internet was going out. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so, yeah. But Jake, uh, we can see Jake's. Jake is Jake. On yeah. Here. We Jake can is, see Jake's now. You're not yeah. like Facebook user. Facebook user. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> we actually see you now yeah uh so yeah that's the thing man like i said uh i tell you what since you're on youtube rate what you throw give your rating in the comment section but here i want to know what you thought you know i, I might even put a poll up on the community tabs like you said we're going to be at home in, in youtube for a while so yes yeah, so, so this week is down next two weeks we'll be here third week we'll be back on facebook and everybody else so just just bear with us so yeah just until then <laughs> time for Christmas. This would be a good Christmas present. Uh Eli, I I I want to after we get off this podcast, we're gonna have a conversation about what we're gonna do Avatar Week. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> what well, or you can put it here, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah four, four. Four to five. Okay. We agree, yes. Okay, so we're across the board, four across the board. Okay, cool. So until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Am I blue? Am I blue? Ain't these tears in my eyes telling you? Am I blue? You'd be too if each plan that you made done fell through. Was a time I was her only one, but now I'm the sad and lonely one. Lordy, was I gay till today? Now she's gone and we're through Am I blue? Was a time I was her only one But now I'm the sad and lonely one Lordy, was I gay? She's gone and we're through Am I blue? Now she's gone and we're through Am I